Broadcasting Network, January 8th, 2023. We are live. So, the silliness continues. Let me plug the chat rooms. The number two, incendiaryradio.chatango.com. Incendiaryradio.chatango.com. Hoolisblog.blogspot.com. You find the archive there, commercial free in the morning. So, um, where to begin? So, I guess, I guess we'll talk about this Speaker of the House stuff. Um, you know, the entire drama with all of these critters up there in the district of criminals, and the <laughs> fights uh, you know that almost happened people having to hold these guys back and people talking about uh, I'll beat that dude's behind and I mean just the the speaker's vote happening on 1-7 and the, the Q people going crazy because of number 17 um I mean the 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 Anons and all these people going crazy with all this stuff and um, Trump being intricately involved and you know Matt Gates is down there from Florida and McCarthy talking about I really want to thank President Trump for having you know making this happen and blah 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 blah. You know, I've been doing this deep dive on McCarthy, for those of you that listen. Uh, I mean, this guy comes from the most dysfunctional state, one of the top five in the union. You know, you got New York, you've got Illinois, you've got California, New Jersey's way up there. But, you know, the... For somebody to come out of the state of California to, you know, become the Speaker of the House, knowing uh, how dysfunctional the state is, I mean, Gavin Newsom's running around talking about how California is the freedom state, okay? So California is the true freedom state. I mean, I mean the, you got to give it to these people. They got a big set of cajones to say the things they say. Um, you know, he delivered Mark's 
uh, remarks at his inauguration, protecting liberty from a rising tide of oppression, taking root in state houses, weakness, masquerading as strength, small men in big offices, freedom is who we are. Any from anyone from anywhere can accomplish anything here. I mean, <laughs> uh, highest income state tax in the nation. Uh, voted to ban the sale of gas-powered vehicles starting in 2035. Uh, imposed vaccine mandates on healthcare and government workers. Some of the strictest gun control, you know, stuff going on. And you know, I when when the whole COVID thing broke out, I really warned people to keep their eyes on Newsom. Um, just due to his pedigree and his connections to Pelosi, the Gettys, all this stuff, the Jesuits in San Francisco, the Jews in Hollywood. Um, this guy's a real slime. And he really reminds you of a kind of a Damien Thorne type figure out of the uh, the Omen. In how... Don Jr., Donald Trump Jr. can be involved with this guy's ex-wife, Kimberly Guilfoyle. And the amount of mascara this broad wears, she looks like a freaking dude in drag. Big old jawline and everything. It's probably a woman and everything, but very a lot of baggage on this woman. So Don Jr. being involved with that thing. Uh, really just shows you know, craziness here. Um, so the the Uniparty wins. McCarthy, this c- character from California, real slime. People really did a deep dive in this guy in the last few weeks. Again, uh, all the crap that he said and all the crap that he did. And so we'll see what happens. Um, You know, you got these guys like Crenshaw, this, you know, former special operator. He gets in, got his little freaking eye patch on that he wears. And he's calling people terrorists and all this crap. Uh, So he walks back his comments, you know, um, just a really it's really sleazy to watch these guys that come out of the military and so forth you know decorated military guys they they get a seat in congress and they just become part of the problem really 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 horrible you know i was was thinking about the georgia guidestones being bombed Uh, you know thinking back to that so many incidents and so many things happening that it's like we get I, I wish I could had the t- I wish I had the time to just document in like a, a a running almost like a diary or journal. I wish I could have done this over the last number of years just to have a quick reference guide to number one false flag events. You know when I first really got you know aware of these synthetic incidents and, and so forth happening. I wish I could have kept a journal all over the years via, you know, tablet or 
computer, but preferably by hand as well. You know, never know when your your motherboard, your hard drive is going to take a crap on you. And it's a pain to get that stuff out. Um, but just to have a journal of all the goofy events that have happened since, you know, you, you had the inclination to start documenting this stuff. Um, but the guide stones being demolished and this is it's what, what timing they did that. And then many of us said this when the guide stones went bye-bye was they were getting rid of all of that due to the fact that this genocide, this depopulation scheme was going to move into a quicker acceleration, let's say. And on the surface, it seems like this is really, really happening. Now, I was just having a conversation off the air with um, another person that does radio. And I'm just going to kind of go through this conversation because I think it's really timely and it just happened a little bit ago. So this other, and I'm not going to say who it is just to, just to protect that person's privacy or whatever. So they said, I I honestly think the alt media is being taken for a ride with the death stats of the vaxxed. I think there was another purpose in this whole thing, predicting that everyone is going to die is going to make alt media look like nut jobs. The true, the true purpose of the vaccine may not be fully revealed yet. And I just, and I said, got three people close to me with cancer that came out of nowhere, all vaxxed. I think the radiation from the towers is the main driver. The work, the vax works in concert. Um, and then I said, internet of bodies is the main purpose of the vax been saying it for two years. So I'm, I'm looking at these videos from around the world. Like I'm sure many of you seen this one where the guy basically is standing up, something happens and then he basically dies in a standing position. He's leaning against a car. So it was a Latino type of dude and he's stiff as a board. they, you know, people noticed it and they throw them in a metal, I guess, kind of a casket type thing. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the, when you look at these towers and people that have gotten close to them and the, the, the thickness of the cables and everything else with pounding this radiation out everywhere. And then when you looked at the COVID quote-unquote symptoms and then radiation sickness um, and so forth that could be manipulated and their similarities. I, I really, really think something's going on with these towers and the frequencies, the electromagnetic, um, extremely low frequency, you know, uh, that sort of thing. You know, the, the Wi-Fi everybody's bathed in, all this. And then the person says, yes, I think there's something to that. Cancer and long-term autoimmune disease is part of the game, not just suddenly dropping dead. Yes, there is a transhuman aspect to this agreed. And I said, I think it's a multifaceted experiment slash kill-off. Some die suddenly, some have strokes, some get cancers, some get mental collapse, 
you know, so forth. And he says, uh, but many people who took the shot are going to be quote unquote okay, at least from outside appearances. And I said, yes, might die later or have gotten a ruined batch or might be ready for a frequency induced kill shot, like basically at a later time. You know, they for plausible for plausible deniability sakes, people they had to space this out somehow, or at least this was the plan. Now we've got a lot of stories in the last number of days where, and I'll go through some of these where people are just you know dying and so forth. Um, and then he and then the other then he says being around the vax really sucks. I can tell you that for sure. Feel like crap after being around them for any extended period of time. Yes, this is going to play out slowly over the next decade or longer. Well, you know I I can't tell. I'm around Vax people all day, every day. If you're if you're working out in the world, you're you're around these people. I'm the only one in my family that hasn't taken any injections. I haven't taken uh, letting anybody stick a PCR or anything up my nose. Um, and I said, only way to have plausible deniability is to space it out over time with numerous methodologies in killing, brilliantly evil. And he's like, yes, exactly. But meanwhile, the population um, is going to increase via massive legal immigration from third world countries. And I was like, yeah, a real crap sandwich. Population replacement, not population reduction. And then I said, oh, they'll kill them off, too, when the time is right. They just need dumb cattle without the Anglo-Saxon history and constitution slash liberty in their DNA to work a while longer until the robots, etc., are totally ready to serve the elite and humans are no longer needed at all. And I put Harari in quotes. And then they said, yes, but a lot of that WF stuff is pure fantasy. Things aren't going to go the way they think. I think some wild cards might come into play in the next year or two. They're losing control of the narrative very rapidly right now. And I, and I said, they're pushing hard on the crap. They've got balls to push this crap out in the open like they are got to be a reason. And so look, there could be earth changes. You know, we read this stuff. How long have we been hearing about Nibiru, Planet X, pole shifts, um, all that sort of thing. Um, you know, when you get into the book of revelation, um, the, uh, a great millstone cast into the sea, uh, you know, all that stuff, wormwood, a lot of that stuff is out here and it's a, and it's a definitely a pl uh, plausible scenario. You know, there's going to be a time where, you know, you read about all the imagery in, in, in revelation about the angels pouring out vials of wrath and that sort of thing. And you can definitely feel and see, um, man's inhumanity to man and how, wicked um, we're becoming towards each other towards the animal kingdom towards the earth itself you know part of there's a there's a verse in the in the book of revelation where it talks about the lord returning to destroy those that are destroying the earth and, and no you not running your air conditioner or driving your car you are not one of the ones destroying the earth it's these bastards spraying 
all of the toxins into the atmosphere. It's the jerks purposefully uh, tampering with the genetic uh, makeup of animals, plants, and humans. It's the people purposefully sabotaging the environment in order to blame this sabotage on us. So therefore, they get the average idiocracy member out here to believe, yes, we as the human race are a cancer on the earth collectively, and our presence here is is danger endangering everything. And then this produces the Greta Thunbergs okay, of the world. The indoctrination levels right now in our schools with this young generation is, unfortunately, at its zenith. And so these kids, you know, they're, they're doing stealth gender conversions outside of parental knowledge. I mean, I mean, it's not a gender conversion. It's a gender sabotage. I should use better language, but they're not converting anyone into anything. Um I was, you know, this little, this little kid, Jazz Jennings, you can, this person has basically had their quote unquote transition documented on, I guess, cable TV and so forth for some years now. And the poor child has been through, I don't know how many surgeries where they botched this. It was a boy and, and they tried to create a vagina out of the kid's penis. You know how they do this. And all these surgeries are just keep going wrong and wrong. Well, what do you expect? You're, you're, you're tampering with God's template here, trying to basically mock the creator by doing these strange, um, you know, operations where they're trying to sew fake penises on these girls and, and then make penis uh, vaginas out of boys penises I mean right I mean this is this is the times of you know the days of Noah this is the the days of lot this is the book of the Enoch level stuff where you know, right before the flood here now it's going to be right before the fire because you know uh, this next time the, the earth's not going to be destroyed by by water it's going to be done it's going to be cleansed by fire and that's in numerous places in the in the prophecies of the bible um and it seems like we're on this uh uh a runaway train without a conductor right now, you know, but the conductor is there. It's, it's the evil forces, but it feels very chaotic right now. Like everything is just, um, like kind of on some sort of an evil AI autopilot right now. Um, very fascinating. Uh, let's see here. Remember Cyber Polygon, you know, we have all these things, you know, catastrophic contagion was the big one in the last few weeks, where the next uh, whatever is going to happen this year, most, like, most likely, and 
all these people across all these platforms are warning, oh, they're going to put us back under lockdown this year, blah, 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 blah. You know, and you're seeing, uh, you're starting to see the control freaks coming back out of the shadows. They got backed off for a second. Now they're coming back. Oh, we want masks. We got to get our masks back on. Blah, 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 blah. So now you're starting to see the totalitarian, medical totalitarians creeping back and saying, oh, we've got to move back towards, you know, lockdowns. We got to move back towards forced masking. Uh, We're people still calling for people to be arrested and so forth that don't want to take these vaccine, quote unquote, basically. Um, genetic sabotage injections, as I, I like to say. Um, so this one was floating around, you know, in the last few weeks. NBA legend John Stockton claims thousands of athletes have died from the vaccine. Um, so at the height of the COVID pandemic, scamdemic, Stockton was among those actively speaking out against the vaccine and even spoke out in support of Kyrie Irving when he when he had a standoff. You have a lot of supporters of Kyrie, Stockton told fellow vaccine skeptic podcast host Chad Fisher and Tony Farmer. Not all of them can get to you and you can't get to all of them, but there's every bit of majority out there that's sitting there pulling for you. They're just not quite as bold as he is. I'm proud of him as an individual to take that kind of individual risk. And be that bold for what you feel is right, blah, 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 blah. Stockton went quiet for a while, but did what did resurface this month when he claimed that athletes have died from the vaccine. I think it's highly recorded now. There's 150, I believe, now. It's over 100 professional athletes dead. Professional athletes, prime of their life, dropping dead that are vaccinated. Right on the pitch, right on the field, right on the court. Um. In the most recent public appearance, however, he he only doubled down on the outlandish, quote-unquote. See, they said it's outlandish claims and said he had the proof in his hands. I had the proof in my hands, a piece of paper with the names. I think it's in the thousands now. Don't quote me on that one. I'm not saying 1,000, but it might be. It's a big number. So it's, it's, it's interesting that now you're starting to see, um, you know, people coming out and saying, hey, you know, so now we've got, you know, college basketball player on Saturday night, a young basketball player sudden, suddenly suffered a serious health scare while playing the sport he loves. With approximately 13-13 left in the first half of basketball contest between Old Dominion and Georgia Southern, an Old Dominion sophomore player named Emo Essien abruptly collapsed while playing defense. Appeared to be clutching his heart as and he lays down, withering in pain. Um, members of Old Dominion men's basketball team watched in shock, and many held back tears as their teammate had to be tended to by training staff. Blah 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 blah. Um, so we know the draconian nature of these universities um, about vaccine requirements. Okay. 21-year-old Army fire control specialist dies suddenly while in the shower at her fiancé's home. US, a female U.S. Army service member from West Penn, Pennsylvania, died suddenly on Christmas Day. Uh, Brianna Cromer died suddenly at the residence of her fiancé in Palmerton, Pennsylvania, 
while on leave from her post at Fort Sill, Oklahoma. That's where I learned artillery, by the way, as a young Marine. Fresh out of boot camp and Marine combat training, that was the school I went to for artillery, Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Uh, the town there is called Lawton, L-A-W-T-O-N. Uh, cool little town, by the way. Um, anyway, so she was found unresponsive in the shower at her fiancé's home. You know, um, so, uh, let's see here. So this one made big news. MMA rising star Victoria Lee dead at 18. Um, just made public by her older sister, Angela, who is also a professional MMA fighter. So she's she's currently um, the one championship Adam weight title holder posted on Instagram. She has gone too soon. Our family has been completely devastated since then. We miss her. More than anything in this world, our family would never be the same, blah, 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 blah. She died on December 26th, but her parents have now decided to make her death public. And then it has a, a um, South China morning, morning Post tweet from September 3rd, 2021. One championship fighters must be vaccinated to compete in Singapore. Rule set approved in multiple U.S. states, says Chatri Sityatong. So, you know, a lot these Asian folks, you know, here's the thing about the Chinese uh, Cinevax or whatever that thing's called. It's not an mRNA. There's there's a good chance, you know, just as Mark Milley decided to call the head of the Chinese defense forces on Trump. Uh, remember years ago, and this was probably back in the at least 20 years ago where we said our Pentagon generals used to walk Chinese generals around in the Pentagon and all, everybody would freak out saying, what the hell are they doing? What the hell are they doing? You know, and they used to do that with Russian generals, let them tour the, especially when Clinton was the president, but even later under Bush, you know, this most favored nation trade, blah, 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 blah. We got this uniparties thing going on. It's like two kind of visions, Chimerica versus Amarus. And I've talked about this numerous times. There's a faction in the country that would like to kind of get closer to Russia as a, as a counterbalance to Chinese power, the rising Chinese power. And then you have these Marxist thugs all in the Democratic Party who are already completely sold out to the Chimerica vision. Okay. So there is elements of our right wing that would r really like to keep a detente glass nose perestroika type um, relationship with Russia uh, and to, to, to definitely be a counterbalance to China. And then you have the Chimerica gang, which is in charge right now. And you see um, the machinations in the Ukraine, you know, with Russia. And so a lot of people are very, very leery of Putin, and I am as well. But think about the ultimate endgame for the Ukraine being this Kazaria 2.0, being the one of the most major... Um, food producers in the world 
And then you got Zelensky, this little Jewish mobster running Ukraine, decimating the white Ukrainian population right now. They've all ever fled or fighting or dying. So very, very insane to watch this uniparty war going on between the Chimerica vision and the Amarus vision. We'll see you guys on the other side of the break. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Did you know that essential oils have had a multitude of natural health and skin uses in history, but have been somewhat forgotten by recent civilization? Susanna's Secret offers 100% pure natural oils at prices you can actually afford. Do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils like the one in our Thief and Robbers blend will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, and fungus. Just diffuse with it and you will see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Purifica, another one of our products used to clean and freshen your house or give a natural scent when drying laundry. For that special lady, we offer a ginger argan oil in a beautiful cosmetic bottle or a pure argan oil, a natural acne-fighting product. Check us out at SusannaSecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. 
owner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-THE-NUMBER-2. Keep it today. Public Broadcasting Network. Support the network if you can, folks. All these networks always hang by a thread. And when we all disappear one day, if and when that happens, what's going to happen? Breaking news. Editor for LA Times dies unexpectedly at 33. Interesting there. Gregory Yee, a breaking news editor for the L.A. Times, was found dead in his Hollywood home on Wednesday. He was 33 years old. Complications from a respiratory issue. Kind of interesting there, isn't it? 16-year-old sophomore student collapses and dies while suddenly while playing flag football. Um, high school student in Las Vegas, Nevada, died suddenly while playing flag football. Ashari Hughes, a 16-year-old player, for Desert Oasis High School collapsed suddenly after the team's home game against Valley High School on Thursday night because of a medical emergency. She was playing and she began experiencing chest pain. Um, she was rushed to the hospital but died later that night. So, fascinating. Um... Let's see here. Mother, now this is a Kardashian moment. Mother of NBA player Tristan Thompson dies suddenly in Toronto. Canadian-American professional basketball player Tristan Thompson's mother died suddenly in Canada. Suffered from a heart attack at her home. Tried to resuscitate her, but no, um, no, uh, Avail, and so he was—he's the baby mom. I mean, baby daddy of Khloe Kardashian. Um, interesting, right there. 
three Massachusetts police officers died suddenly in one week. All were active duty, but died suddenly from medical issues. John Santos, 25. Sean Bissarik, 48. Christopher Davis, 42. Okay, that was posted January 4th. This week has been a difficult one in the Massachusetts law enforcement community. Three active duty Leos passed away suddenly within the last seven days. Um, to have three police officers under 50 suddenly die within a week of so-called natural causes is insane. These three young men did not die on duty or from a bullet. They died suddenly of mysterious medical causes within four days of each other. Um, it's very crazy to see all this. You know, it's this is hard to digest. Uh, Mr. Producer, get clip four ready. And um, Novak Djokovic, the you know, basically best tennis player in the world. Um, he went back to Australia. They let him back in. But of course, uh, Biden's administration won't won't let him in just yet. Because um, anybody that wants to come into the good old USA, you got to be quaxed. Go ahead and play clip four. First of all, I have to say I'm glad to be back in Australia. Thank you all for coming out today. Well, I want to take you back to January. Unvaccinated tennis star Novak Djokovic flew into the country to play in the Oz Open. Djokovic flew in after clearing two independent panels with his medical exemption but lost his next round to Border Force, which cancelled his visa. He detained in immigration detention as he launches a last-ditch legal bid to stay in Australia. There should be no special rules for Novak Djokovic at all. Not, none whatsoever. He did get a visa. He did get an exemption. Novak and his team filed the same type of documents as those 25 other tennis players, and they didn't have any problems. Just Novak. It's a political stunt. With the government labelling the 34-year-old a threat to the public because he's unvaccinated against coronavirus. The fact that an unvaccinated athlete is here could provoke anti-vaccination sentiments. Do you understand why a lot of Australians might be quite happy to see the back of it? Yes, he clearly has a different view on vaccinations than the average Australian has. They wanted to humiliate him. They could have said, don't come, Novak, and that would have been OK. But no, they wanted to humiliate him. Novak Djokovic has been deported after losing his legal challenge to the cancelling of his visa. World number one tennis player Novak Djokovic has been banned from entering Australia for three years. Djokovic is now subject to a three-year exclusion. What a difference 12 months makes. Djokovic's refusal to get vaccinated that led to his detention and eventual deportation. They copped a three-year visa ban. It was overturned by the new immigration minister last month. Novak is here good for, for tennis, good for uh, probably for the fans. It's normal that uh, the people here in Australia gets very frustrated. Uh, with the case. It would certainly be helpful if Novak was to explain the conditions which is uh, sought an, an exemption and being granted, granted an exemption because it will not only help him but it will help the community because we have been through a very tough period of the past two years and, and we would appreciate you know, 
some answers to that. I have a lot of confidence in the in the sporting and particularly our tennis community that uh, that do appreciate greatness. Fears Novak Djokovic might be booed, haven't eventuated. The former world number one received a huge ovation. Clambering to catch even the smallest glimpse, Adelaide tennis fans voted with their feet, showing love, not hate, for Novak. And the crowds are only expected to grow tomorrow when the former world number one plays his first singles match on centre court. Novak Djokovic oh, Yeah, so everybody's going crazy for the dude. And we'll get into this Brazil stuff because uh, it's just so ridiculous um, that we've got another event going on in Brazil. Um, that's very similar to January 6th. It's almost like I've been talking about this parallel for what weeks. And now, I mean, when I get into it, it's just like, it's, it's just so crazy. Um, so basically awful. The Biden's still refusing entry to the world's number one tennis player due to vaccine status. So uh, the most draconian bunch of uh, jerks in the world, Australia, is let the dude back in. But now our country, while our southern border is wide open, we've absorbed millions of people. Who knows? Um, nobody cares about their vaccination status. And then you're going to you're going to keep this guy out. But see, you have to do that for optics due to the fact that he is obstinate saying, you know, you can take your freaking shot and you can shove it. Um, so. The Biden administration extended its vaccine mandate for foreign travelers until at least April 10th. So Djokovic is likely likely to miss the Indian Wells and Miami Open tournaments for the second year in a row as a 21-time Grand Slam winner, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's just embarrassing that, you know, they could they have this kind of chutzpah uh, to pull this where you're going to keep uh, a tennis player out and you just leave the southern border wide open it's just sick it's a sick sick country um just it just makes you just want to you know vomit um now let's talk about this brazil thing for a second um it's it's just gone Ballistic. Now, I'm, I'm looking at this tweet. Brazil has their own damn shaman, too. So remember the, the Q shaman with the, with the horns and all this stuff? Well, they got another guy down there with the bullhorn painted up in Brazilian colors. Got the whole shaman thing going on. Um, you, we can't see that they're running an op here. Breaking enormous crowd, tens of thousands descend on Brasilia. Storm Congress, shots fired. Um, it's just, and then you get into the whole thing with them taking over parts of um, parts of the, you know, the. The Brazil Brazil's communist president Lula condemns protesters today as Stalinists. Then quickly corrects himself. No, not Stalinist fascists. Um, just it's 
Brazil update. AOC and other globalists claim today's protests were done by fascists, and those who dis- who disagree with Lula's win should be punished. Well, see, this is worldwide. Um, it's the it's it's worldwide kind of Marxism, you know, uh, banner at the that the uh, capital protests. We want the source code, so you know they made them all vote on these machines down there. Brazilian National Congress is invaded on the ground report. Socialist criminal Lula flees capital city and flies to Sao Paulo. Massive crowd increasing in size. Police attacked. Uh, Protesters have entered in the facilities where Brazil's Congress and Supreme Court meet. Um, Very, very fascinating. Um, Ramzan Kadyrov. Um, calls $3 billion in U.S. military aid a money laundering scheme. More, no more than 10 15% will reach the trenches. Uh, get the ear off. That dude's great. He's funny. Um, and then, you know, you had that whole dust-up with with um, Justin Gaethje and Kamaru Usman and all these UFC guys going over there. Um, and they, they got in a big dust up with Dave Portnoy at Bar- Barstool Sports. You know, Portnoy was just on with Rogan, and uh, they talked about a bunch of all that stuff. Very, very uh, interesting. Um, so I'm going to move on to this real quick. This Peter Zihon character, he was on with Joe Rogan. Okay. Now I'm going to give you his background. Born in 73 and grew up adopted to a Jewish family in Iowa. He's Jewish. Okay, so he obtained a BS degree in political science from what was then Northeast Missouri State University. Postgraduate degree in Asian studies from the University of Otago in New Zealand. Um, and from the Patterson School of Diplomacy in um, International Commerce at the University of Kentucky. Now, he was an analyst and later vice president for the Austin-based geopolitical intelligence firm Stratfor, where he spent 12 years in total. And he just um, came out with a book last year, The End of the World is Just the Beginning, Mapping the Collapse of Globalization. All right. So he was just on with uh, Rogan. If you want to get clip three ready, Mr. Producer. Um and listen to some of the claims he's making about um, uh, China and just some of the stuff in geopolitics. I'm going to let this play for a few minutes and see if you agree with any of this stuff. Because uh, the people in, in some of the comments uh, where you see on YouTube and stuff, uh, it's, it's very funny. Um, go ahead and roll clip three. The rich world was a population column from 1945 to 1992. And with the end of the Cold War, the developing world became a column in 1992 until now. The problem is that this is all temporary because birth rate keeps dropping, people keep living older, and your column eventually inverts into an open pyramid upside down. And now you no longer have children. You no longer have a replacement generation at all. And there aren't enough people in their 20s and 30s to buy everything. And there aren't enough people in their 40s and 50s to pay for the retirees. So this decade was always going to be the decade that most of the advanced world moves into mass retirement and the economic model collapses. And next decade was always going to be the decade that that happened to the developing world. 
Go ahead, and pause we find out recently that the Chinese are. All right. Now, remember what Dr. Robert Malone said about these injections. And he talked about 2025 to 2028, where both Medicare and Social Security basically become unsustainable and implode. Think about that with these injections, these spaced out plausible deniability uh, injections where some die suddenly, some start getting raging cancers, others start getting mental cognitive collapse, strokes, whoever knows what else is opening them up to frequency manipulation from the um, from the towers, the 5G towers, 4G, 5G, whatever you think this stuff is. And think about that in relativity to what he's talking about. Go ahead and resume the, the clip. And we find out recently that the Chinese have jumped the ship, and this is their last decade too. So all of the globalized connections and consumptions that create the world we know, we are at the end of it. And we have to go back to a world where trade is more focused on the countries that have a better demographic and security infrastructure because the Americans are no longer patrolling the global oceans anymore. So we're losing the security ramifications of an open system. At the same time, we're losing the demographic capacity to support it in the first place. And that's all going down right now. So when you're you're saying that China has 10 years to go... At most. What do you mean by that? Well, we now know that they've lied about their population statistics. And they overcounted their population by over 100 million people, all of whom would have been born since the one-child policy was adopted. So this is one of those places where they've got more people in their 60s and their 50s and their 40s and their 30s and their 20s. Now, what was the logic behind the one child? Was it that they were overpopulating? Mao was concerned that as the country was modernizing, the birth rate wasn't dropping fast enough and that the young generation was literally going to eat the country alive. So they went through a breakneck urbanization program, which destroyed the birth rate. At the same time, they penalized anyone who wanted to have kids. And both of those at the same time have generated the demographic collapse we're in now. And the problem with that also was that they wanted male children. Yeah, there's a cultural aspect to that, too. And obviously, men can't have kids on their own. And what is the, like, ratio to men to women in the younger people in China now? Uh, Before the data revision, with the last set of lies, it was about 1 to 1.2. It was the most distorted in the world, even more than Sri Lanka, where there had been a civil war for 30 years. Uh, since then, we don't have good sex-by-sex sex data, but it's undoubtedly worse. And so what are the other problems that they're encountering that leads you to believe that they only have 10 years left? Well, without young people, we've seen their labor costs increase by a factor of 14 since the year 2000. So Mexican labor is now one-third the cost of Chinese labor. Their educational system focuses on memorization over skills. So despite a trillion dollars of investment and a bottomless supply of intellectual property theft, they really haven't advanced technologically in the last 15 years. Uh, Mexican labor is probably about twice as skilled as Chinese labor now, even though it's one-third the cost. Uh, They've consolidated into an ethnic-based paranoid, nationalistic cult of personality, and it's very difficult for the Xi administration to even run it because it's not an administration anymore. No one wants to bring Xi information on anything. So, like, Putin lied to his face, for example, but last, last February about the war, saying, you know, why would I invade Ukraine? And you can see in some of the, the presses, the, the defense guys in the back of the room, like, they didn't want to say anything because Xi has a history of shooting people he doesn't like. 
Uh, and so they, the, the Chinese were the only country that was caught with their pants down when this all went down. Uh, the Biden administration is basically taking the trade policy of Donald Trump and running it through a grammar checker and putting it into institutions. So we now have tech barricades that prevent the Chinese from buying the equipment, the tools, or the software that's necessary to make semiconductors. In fact, he went so far as to say any Americans working in the sector have to either quit or give up their American citizenship. Every single one of them either quit or was transferred abroad within 24 hours. So the tech system is stalled. They don't have the young people to go consumption-led. They're completely dependent on the U.S. Navy to access international trade. They are the most vulnerable country in the world right now. And based on how things go with Russia, we're looking at a significant amount of raw materials falling off the map, specifically food and energy. And the Chinese are the world's largest importer of both of those things. So there's no version of this where China comes through looking good. And the challenge for the rest of us is to figure out how do we, in as smooth and quick as a process as possible, figure out how we can get along without them. Because they are going away. And they're going away this decade for certain. Well, if you say they're going away, clearly they're not just going to lay down. They're no, they're going to try to adjust. Yeah, they'll die. Right? They're, um, they're, <laughs> but, but how so? Do you think this is because, like, what is, other than, well, here, here would be a big problem, right? Mm-hmm. Taiwan. Like, if, if we impose the kind of sanctions that we've imposed on Russia, if, if China decides to invade Taiwan and the world stands up and the world imposes sanctions on China, how does that go? Uh, very ugly for the Chinese. So, you know, say what you will about the Russian economy. It's corrupt. It's inefficient. It's not very high value add. But it's a massive producer and exporter of food and energy. You put the sanctions that are on the Russians on Beijing, and you get a deindustrialization collapse and a family. Go ahead and pause it for a second. What's that going to do to us? That's what that's what he's not even mentioning. Okay, what if what happens if you do this to Beijing? How's that going to blow back onto the United States, who's completely dependent on getting everything from them, from your meds, you name it, anything you buy just about? All right, continue. Go ahead. Industrialization collapse and a famine that kills 500 million people in under a year. And the Chinese know this. They can only push so hard. Uh, Also, you know, you can make the argument that... If the Russians succeed, they actually solve or at least address some of their problems. Even if the Chinese were able to capture Taiwan without firing a shot, it doesn't solve anything for them. They're still food importers. They're still dependent upon the United States. They're still energy importers. And even if they take every single one of those semiconductor fab facilities intact, they don't know how to operate them because they can't operate their own. And their own are among the worst in the world, not the best. All right, go ahead and stop it there. Um Think about the kings of the East prophecies in Revelation. You know, they got these spirits of frogs and all this stuff. But think about them moving towards the Middle East, 200,000, which is a 200 million man army, which is what they're about there sitting on right now. They're really, if, you know, when when you take into totality of, of the fact that somehow something might cause the Chinese in the very near future to get very desperate, let's say, energy desperate, food desperate, uh, about them 
you know, this whole Belt and Road, Silk Road, blah, 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 about them needing to go get <laughs> product for themselves. You see, I'm not I'm not a scholar. I don't know crap from Shinola. I just try to pay attention to what others are saying and kind of triangulate off of that. And I, and I kind of put this through my, you know, uh, lens or prism of kind of prophetic uh, scriptures and all that stuff and see kind of how this uh, fleshes out. But it's it's very, very fascinating. And it's definitely worth a, a watch, this Peter Zihan um, interview. What, you know, with Stratfor, nobody trusts Stratfor in, in the alternative media. Um, he's he's in Austin right down – well, he was in Austin. I don't know where he lives now. But, of course, Rogan's in Austin. Alex Jones is in Austin. Uh, very, very interesting that that kind of uh, coalescence happened and, you know, uh, Governor Abbott allegedly handed um, Biden some sort of a, a note and that there's all kinds of speculation on what's what's on the note, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's it's interesting to see how this is going to flesh out, but it does seem like we're moving towards this kind of um, – end time scenario uh, at a re- pretty quick rapid pace so we'll see you guys on the other side of the uh, break and uh, we'll open the phone lines in a little bit Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. Listening to Real Talk Radio, only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. 